0: Resilient and innovative. This podcast is your source for the latest information on the management, markets, research, and technology related to blueberry production. This is The Business of Blueberries. Here's your host, President of the U.S. High Bush Blueberry Council, Casey Cronquist.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Business of Blueberries, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to the blueberry industry. Now, about two years ago, the USHBC launched a new strategic positioning and a call to action: grab a boost of blue. At that time, we were hopeful that the program would inspire consumers, drive demand, and increase sales. And what's exciting to report today is it's proving to do just that. On today's episode, we're going to take a deep dive into this a little bit here and uh, talk about grab a boost of blue program and its results so far and how. Our industry is invited to get more involved and what that means for the future of blueberries. So joining me for this discussion are Kurt Granger, serving as our Vice President of Global Marketing and Communications for NABC and USHBC, and one of our valued agency partners, Grant Prentice, Director of Strategic Insights at Padilla Food Mines. Kurt and Grant, thanks for joining me on the business of blueberries.
2: Thank Good you. to be here.
1: Well, let's just start off uh, uh, you know, introducing Kurt. Kurt, this is the first opportunity I've, had to bring you onto the show, uh, serving in your capacity has been really a great opportunity for our industry to lean into your experience, your background, and really kind of elevate our program work as we've moved, not just Grab a Boost to Blue Forward, but you know the work that you're doing and channel work for the industry in our promotions and marketing. So this is your first opportunity to jump on the show here to talk about this part of our program, but maybe you could give our audience a little background on where you're coming from and, and your past experience and history.
2: I've uh, been in the industry industry, since I was uh, five years old, starting out in avocado production with my uh, father down in San Diego County, then uh, UC Davis, a stint in the wine business. And from uh, 1989 to 97, I was the marketing director for the California Kiwi Fruit Commission. And then uh, from 97 to... 2004, I was the EVP uh, marketing for the Chilean Fresh Fruit Association, and from there I've I did some work uh, in a couple of different areas. But the last uh, maybe 12 to 13 years, I've been working on uh, out in the uh, the ag sector in biological sector, regenerative agriculture, sustainable ag practices, and came on in uh, in July to give some assistance and enjoying the the opportunity.
1: Well, you know, obviously we've been benefiting from all that experience uh, as you've been working with us uh, at the USHBC and the NABC on kind of driving this brand positioning. More importantly, I think, you know, the the way in which we're strategically moving into some of this channel work, food service, food ingredient, and uh, retail. And so Grab a Boost Blue, you know, has this halo effect of covering all of those areas, of course. But we're really in a in a great spot here to kind of get the industry who hasn't heard a lot about this, you know, kind of up to speed on what we've been successful with so far. And of course, uh, talk about where this is going today. So grab a boost of blue is a big deal. Grant, I thought you could start our conversation. Just kind of take us back, you know, for those who aren't aware of how this process of grab a boost of blue positioning got started and what it signals to our blueberry consumers.
3: Sure. You know, our intent here, and, and it's it's really been, really exciting to see the industry respond to this but our primary goal was to create something that the industry saw the value in and would use not only just in terms of funding through checkoff advertising and marketing that goes out there that communicates the benefits of eating blueberries as we do in our grab a boost of blue programming but creating a, a framework of promotional windows and also materials that industry marketers can take and use those in conjunction with their own brand marketing or their own retail marketing program. The goal was really kind of twofold. One was to create a message that really celebrates the healthfulness of eating blueberries that we can share, that USHBC can share with consumers, but also create programming that is simple and easy for marketers to adopt. And used within the context of their own programming, whether that's something that they're doing digitally to market their products or something that they are doing in partnership with retailers to promote the product at shelf and help drive incremental volume. And that's really kind of what the goal of this program has been. Do something for consumers that resonates, but then also create materials and framework that the industry can use.
1: Well, and I think just going back from industry's perspective, Bob Carini, you know, promotion chair at the time, and, and just discussing ways in which we'd been working with the agency over the years on, you know, kind of recampaigning or transitioning campaigns in a way that I think, you know, the time was just right to kind of anchor into a space and stay there for a while. And uh, what I think took place over that creative season uh, with Padilla as the agency, but certainly with the promotion committee kind of guiding that conversation from an industry's perspective was just this kind of this birthing process of creative. And uh, it's been amazing to see, you know, where that strategic evolution started, you know, post even USHBC and ABC's branding process to what Grab a Boost of Blue has become today. And I think, you know, just The way the committee kind of committed to that concept, like let's do something, you know, multi-year investment into one direction was really strategic in and of itself and exciting now, you know, looking back to see how far it's come, how quickly it's evolved and really, you know, how many people are beginning to take advantage of this uniting message across the industry.
3: That's exactly right. I think that that is an important part of being able to encourage the industry to participate. Is having something there, an overall theme, a call to action, which is what Grab a Boost of Blue is, and keep that as a continuous presence in our programming. That's a consistent message that we deliver throughout the year, and I've been delivering now, I think we're in our third year of programming.
1: Well, Kurt, I was going to say, you know, in terms of, you know, the companies who are participating, I mean, you're, you're really jumping in and, and managing those, that group of licensees. And, and that's something that, you know, for those who are taking advantage of this program fully, they're becoming licensed. And I know you've been working with them. So maybe you can talk about, you know, how many people we've got today and just the experience you've had working with those licensees on getting engaged with this program and, and the sense you have of what value it's bringing to those who are participating.
2: Well, I, I would just echo uh, Grant's comments. Uh, it's a unique call to action brand. You know, we registered uh, the mark of this back in August this year. Or so, and you know, I think the you know we've got uh, roughly I think sixty seven uh, marketers that are now licensees of the Grab a Boost to Blue, and I think the engagement that we're seeing is because it's uh, complementary to their marketing efforts. This is not a competitive brand. This is a call to action. And if you step back and, and look at the Ipsos data that was done in the UNA study early in June and look at the the responses coming from uh, the consumers in that group, there's a huge resonance around our, our health halos in bone health, brain health, and they were asked in in that study how this mark inspired them, and some really really high marks um, for the daily users and the multiple time a day users. Almost ten point jump just between those two groups. So it's a very strong uh, message. I, you, if you take a look just over the course of you know produce and and take a look at different companies and different commodity boards and. And take just a look at what's been developed over, I don't know, the last 25 years. I would have to say, I don't think there's a a brand like this that anybody has developed.
1: Well, and exciting, I think, for our industry who had seen different iterations of different campaigns that we've done over the years. I think this one's the most inclusive. And then we've done the work that you're talking about, whether it's in the UNA or it's pilot programs with retailers to kind of put this into the market and at play. And and Grant, I know, you know, in terms of that Ipso study, the UNA that Kurt's referencing, you know, you also as Padilla have taken a look at what kind of reaction and impact Grab a Boost of Blue is having out there in consumer land. So I thought you could share a little bit specifically on what you see in that data.
3: Sure. You know, the the research that we've done, there's a couple of different types of research that we've completed in looking at what the value is of having a program like this that you go back to consistently and build with different kinds of supporting stories, whether that's heart health or boosting your workout or gut health healthy digestive system, which is another power period promotional uh, window that we've got this year, having those as the supporting stories of this overall Grab a Boost of Blue program is something that resonates with the consumer. We know that from analysis that we've done using Nielsen data and looking at weeks of time where USHBC and the industry have come together to promote blueberries during these focused time periods. Versus those weeks where maybe there's not as much investment going into the industry. And there's clearly a difference in terms of the volume sales and the dollar sales during those promoted weeks when those heavy up periods are happening. So there's some real benefit there that you see at a macro level, just looking at the program nationally. We've also been able to look at the value as delivered through specific retailers. So we do a program with a retailer whether that's something that's a digital promotion or something that is merchandising, there's a very strong, positive response, much higher levels of sales versus year ago, period. When we go in and do those sorts of things, that's, I think, another signal that this is a message that resonates not only with the retail channel, but with the consumer as well. So it's very encouraging.
1: But there's a lot more we want to cover on this subject. Uh, But before we do, let's jump into our crop report. Mexico, Chile and Peru are all shipping fruit right now. So here, once again, is your blueberry crop report.
4: It's time
0: for your blueberry crop report, an update on crop conditions and markets from important blueberry growing areas. Today, you'll hear from Luis Vegas in Peru, Andres Armstrong in Chile and Mario Ramirez in Mexico. This was recorded on January 25th, 2023.
5: Hello, this is Luis with a crop report from Peru until the end of week three, which is the week ending on Sunday, January 22nd. So until the end of week three of the season, Peru has already reached a 91% of the volume forecasted for this season, with a total of 588 million pounds of fresh blueberries shipped worldwide. From this overall volume, 53% has been shipped to the US, 32% to Europe, 13% to China, and 2% to other destinations also from the total volume shipped 12% have been organics what happened during week 3 a total of 4.2 million pounds were shipped 45% of this volume has been sent to the U.S. with approximately 1.9 million pounds of fresh blueberries which are expected to arrive the U.S. market during the first week of February 36% of the volume shipped during week three has been sent to Europe, 18% to China, and 2% to other destinations, including Canada, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Hong Kong, Israel, Panama, Singapore, Thailand, and Uruguay.
4: Hello, this is Andres Armstrong from the Chilean Blueberry Committee with the crop report from Chile on week three. In the beginning of the season, Chile projected a forecast of 216 million pounds of fresh. Blueberries for export, which is 8% less compared to the previous season, and also 132 million pounds of frozen blueberry exports. The reason for the lower uh, volume on fresh exports is that uh, a bunch of varieties are going out of the fresh exports and moving into the frozen, and also we are expecting lower volumes in the beginning and the end of the Chilean season. Roughly 50% of our uh, forecast is coming. Or going to the U.S. This is 108 million pounds, and 35% of the total frozen exports are going to the U.S., which is another 46 million pounds forecast for the U.S. market. So far, laborability has been okay in Chile, so there's enough people in the orchards for for harvesting. Logistics are back to normal within Chile, the transit times, and also in the ports, both in Chile and in destinations. So so far. The season is being moving on relatively normal conditions. With the information up to week three, this is January 22nd, 163 million pounds have been shipped from Chile. This is all uh, fresh blueberries with 70% advance of the season. 77 million pounds have been shipped to the U.S., which is 3% more compared to to last season and 47% of the total. Europe we have already shipped 63 million pounds, which is 10 percent less of the previous season with 39 percent of the total volume, Asia with 20 million pounds, which is eight percent less than the previous season and 12 percent of the share. Other markets, we have shipped four million pounds, which is completely the same as the previous season. Our estimate to the end of the season is to go up to 203 million pounds which is. 14% less compared to season twenty twenty one twenty two, 22 and less than we were forecasting in the beginning of the season. The reason for that is that more fruit have been uh, stayed in Chile because of variety or because they're staying in, in the domestic market, focusing in quality and leaving more of the older varieties in Chile. So this is a report from Chile. Thank you very much for the
6: opportunity. Hello everyone. Here I with the Mexican blueberries report for week three, from January 15 to January 21. This week, the volume fell 4% respect previous week, with a total of 2,950 pounds of fresh blueberries exported to all the world. And from this volume, 2,800,000 pounds was exported to the United States. 18% of the total volume was organic blueberries. Around 517,000 pounds, and in frozen blueberries, Mexico grew the volume around 54% respecting last week, with a total of 64,800 pounds, representing the 3% of the total United States importation of frozen blueberries for week number three. We keep with the low temperatures, but there are no affectations reported, and the production remains on the center of Mexico. In the next couple of months, the production will Begin in sinaloa to complement the peak of season that's all in my report thank you very much
1: well thanks so much to our busy growers and colleagues who take time to participate in these reports each week as a reminder you can go to the new ushbc website where you'll find all of our data and insights to see more of what's happening in the blueberry industry including usda shipping price and movement retail category performance Nielsen monthly retail sales reports and much, much more. Make sure you go to ushbc.org forward slash data to check that out. So let's go back to Kurt and Grant. Kurt, you and I were just talking there about the way that uh, there's a lot of opportunity here for Grab a Boost of Blue in light of food as medicine, prescription for produce. Let's talk about the opportunity for us to take Grab a Boost of Blue and make an impact globally. I've already seen ways in which this seems to have momentum, even for other marketplaces. And and yeah, granted, not all languages translates uh, the English uh, maybe in the way that we wanted to or it needs to be. But I think the English version of it in those countries that can appreciate what's being said uh, for blueberries, there just seems to be a lot of interest from other countries, interest in you know what USHBC has uh, set forth here in terms of a call to action for consumers and blueberries that has an opportunity to make an impact uh, with consumption globally. So I thought we'd start there from your perspective. Uh, and we'll pivot over to Grant and get his thoughts as well.
2: You know, it was interesting. We were, in, uh, we were at Asia Fruit Logistica in early November. And uh, we had uh, the Australian group come up. And they were pretty front and center in, in saying that they were interested in, uh, in whether they could adopt the Grab a Boost the Blue logo in their country for their industry. I think uh, this next month I'm going to be doing uh, a presentation to the, the Canadian Blueberry Commission up in uh, Abbotsford. And we're going to uh, sit down and, and talk through the, the whole promotion campaign. But there's some interest in how do we extend that Grab a Boost of Blue and strengthen it up in Canada. So, you know, those are two examples. But uh, I think if you take a look at country partners that are offshore, uh, going to countries in Asia like we are, there's an opportunity to promote on a 365 basis like we do here in the united states so i think uh as our goal is to be the world's favorite fruit there's opportunity in uh in building that around a brand with partners in a like-minded way of going to market
1: well and i know you know as we look forward at the expansion of this program specifically at retail domestically and globally maybe we could talk about how we are fully empowering retailers to make a most of this so you know, Kurt, why don't we start with you? I know you've been working with Don. We've actually talked about this on a prior podcast with Don, but if we could just focus here for a moment on what is it that we're, we're doing to fully empower retailers to make the most of, of this call to action?
2: Well, you know, maybe we can just talk about a couple of activations that are, have gone beyond the seven that, that Don talked about on the last podcast. Um, we did a, uh, a digital shelf promotion with, um, uh, Cub Foods in uh, in December, and we saw you know a fairly good lift with the brand on fresh, and then um, on a frozen pack in comparison to it not being on there. It was year to year data, but it, it gave us a, a sense of that kind of boost that it could give us. The second one is, and it was actually just executing this week. Is with um, Food City in the Tri Cities area, and they, out of their prepared department, they packed a seven-ounce cup with a Grab a Boost to Blue sticker on it and positioned it up in the front of the store. And there's point of sale. It's in a cold case offering. So we'll get to see how that one that one works. And you know that could be easily translated out to a convenience store, you know, gas station type too that has the ability to do that. So there's many opportunities and executions. And I guess what's coming is, you know, one of our, our final 2022 uh, pilots was to to engage some partnerships. And uh, right now, we we have some significant partners uh, that are interested in promoting with us. Don's got some connections into General Mills, Post, Chobani, and also uh, Lactilis, which is an overarching company that... Uh, has a couple of brands that I think people will be familiar with, uh, Stonyfield and uh, Ziggy's uh, Yogurts. So there's an opportunity to actually pull in the blueberry marketers into this. And so it'll be, a, it'll be an interesting discussion as we go forward. And and the time period we're looking at is sort of a joint venture June-July. June is milk month and, and then national blueberry month is July. So uh, we're just in the beginning of those discussions, but uh, I think there's some interest on, the, on those brands and their side to, to partner with us. So I, I think it just goes to the, the fact that we, we have this understanding of our positioning in the market, our health halo. It's going to be exciting, I think, just to see how this develops.
1: Yeah. So Grant, from your perspective, you know, other ways that you see Grab a Boost of Blue, you Blue know, kind of fully empowering retailers?
3: You know, I think that the the examples that Kurt describes, the projects that he and Don are working on, is really a testament, certainly, to the relationship and the outreach that USHPC has been able to generate, and those relationships that Don has in place. It's also a testament to the benefit of having a consistent strategy and a consistent marketing element. Grab a boost of blue that we have proven. We're interested in getting behind and making something big of that builds year on year. It's a big world out there. It takes some time to tell your story. It takes some time to make an impression on people, particularly those folks who are deciding on million dollar shopper marketing and retail trade promotion budgets uh, like those folks at Giovanni, like those folks at Post Serial, like those folks at General Mills. They want to be able to be sure that they're partnering with something that has a little bit of a track record, has the right kinds of associations, has some consumer equity in it. And I think, you know, interest in that uh, type of co-promotion or that kind of partnership is a testament to one of the benefits of of having that longer-term view to creating this equity and building this equity over time. And that's something that the retailer sees as well. I think we will have an easier time as we progress over the next couple of years getting the retailer to pay attention to the kinds of programming windows that we have and to see the benefit in that. It's not like we're going to be able to partner with them for free. We'll always have to have some sort of an investment budget associated with that. But even when you have those budgets, it can be difficult to get things done, I think being able to signal some consistency, I think being able to have a track record where you show what the impact is of this type of programming, it gets people's attention and it makes it easier to sell these kinds of retail level partnerships or even a big national promotional partnership with somebody like a Chobani or a General Mills. It just makes that job easier as you move forward.
1: Well, we're going to take a quick break here for our Blueberry Boost. We'll be right back to this conversation in a moment. But for now, here's USHBC NABC Vice President of Engagement and Education, Amanda Griffin.
7: Thanks, Casey. For this week's Blueberry Boost, let's talk about the next big blueberry event, the Blueberry Convention taking place February 21 through 24 next month. We will be taking over the Rancho Bernardo Inn just outside of San Diego, California. For a week in the sun full of inspiring keynotes, innovative technology, business solutions through interactive exhibits on Blueberry Lane, and networking opportunities at receptions and the NABC-USHBC Dinner featuring the ever-popular Blueberry Band. New this year, we will kick off the convention on Tuesday, February 21st with the Grab a Boost of Blue Golf Tournament that will be filled with opportunities to connect, and who knows, maybe your team will take home the grand prize. The tournament will be followed by a reception plus meet and greet with exhibitors. Speaking of exhibitors, Blueberry Lane, the newly named trade show floor, is chock full of solutions for you and your team. We are excited to share that Blueberry Lane is sold out for San Diego. We do still have some opportunities just outside of Blueberry Lane if your company is interested in joining us. Then the next two days will be jam packed full of meetings and education sessions. We will have sessions focused on berry smart insights and the resources available in data analytics, plus a panel discussion focused on all the buzz about bees, with panelists from leading companies working to improve both yield and healthier hives through tech advancements. For more information about the rest of the education sessions and the week in sunny San Diego, please visit us at blueberryevents.org. It is not too late to reserve your spot for the blueberry convention. This has been your weekly blueberry boost. Now, Casey, back to you.
1: Thanks, Amanda. Now back to today's episode. Kurt, from your perspective, what does industry participation look like so far, you know, and what more can be done, whether it's more of something that we're seeing done or ways in which you see us maximizing the potential within the industry?
2: I think with the Grab a Boost Blue licensees, you know, we've seen, you know, adoption on billboard. We've seen adoption on on on-pack clamshell. We've seen adoption on frozen package. We also see it on their social media. So there's been a good adoption there. Um, I think as we move forward, as I mentioned with these partnerships, you know, these partnerships are not inexpensive. We'll be challenged here. And and that's why the, uh, we're going to need to to have discussions with marketers that are involved with the retailers that that are going to be in this selection process, and it's going to have to be a collaborative kind of all hands on deck from our side of it, marketers and USHPC to to take a look at the the different promotions and to and to support them if that's uh, ideally where we we want to be, and uh, the tighter we get in working together, the the stronger we go to market and the stronger this brand grows.
1: Yeah, I think to just kind of clarify that, I think what we're saying is, or we've said, you know, from a strategic perspective is let's see, you know, in pilots of working with, you know, retailers, if it provides a lift and then we can kind of prescribe what success looks like based on what success we see. And Grant, I know you've been a part of looking at that too in terms of industry participation and what more we could probably do. I I will say one of my favorite but probably less executed applications of grab a boost blue uh, I know, Kurt, you mentioned on-pack, but I think one of them, it's it appears on-pack, but it's that secondary enclosure for larger packs. And so there's a number of companies who provide that secondary enclosure tape. Uh, and when you see it in the store, there's a few examples of that. I know Sunbell was one of the very first who used it as a secondary enclosure. Uh, but that's a really simple application that whenever we're a part of a retail opportunity, those larger packs can be sealed with grab a boost of blue and uh, it doesn't have to take up real estate on the pack, but it's there. And it's another piece that, you know, helps draw that consumer in. And again, as part of an overall program or approach with a particular retailer, that secondary enclosure can really go a long way in, in helping wave the flag.
3: I would say absolutely. I mean, the grab a boost of blue, the little call to action, the logo we have is a,
4: it's a little thing. It
3: fits in the corner of an ad. It can fit in part of a packaging. It's a supportive sort of secondary message to the brand story that's being told on PAC or any other marketing communications that a marketer is saying. It's a way of connecting back to the larger industry-level investment that's being made by USHBC. But there are many other components of the program. I mean, we have five power periods that we have planned, each with a different... Thematic message. We got healthy heart in February, boost your workout in March, April. We've got a gut wisdom, healthy digestive system messaging uh, that we're doing in May. We've got National Blueberry Month, of course, coming up in July. And then winter and holiday boost uh, related messages, a lot of recipe driven content in November and December. And each one of those is a window of time in a promotion calendar to take advantage of the messaging that's been developed. And there are a whole range of materials already available on USHBC's Retail Hub site related to Healthy Heart and Happy Heart messaging for February. Those materials have been there since December. So there's a good lead time for marketers to take a look at any of that content, decide if there's anything that they want to take, from that digital portfolio and make their own, essentially, or incorporate into their own messaging.
1: Absolutely. I'm really proud of what has been accomplished to date. I would say, you know, it's been something that's come from the industry. It's great to see the engagement by this industry. And of course, it's been great to see some of the results that we've been able to report back to the industry. And, uh, you know, I'm optimistic in terms of how this call to action globally could be utilized. I think we've got, you know, a tremendous opportunity there as well. And I just really appreciate both of you giving uh, some of your thoughts today on this particular program, you know, the strength of it in the marketplace and the opportunity we see ahead here for Blueberry. So thank you both for being a part of the show today. And of course, uh, if there are people who are listening who want that kind of sit down direct discussion on even more details on where they could take advantage of this program. They, they certainly should jump on the phone or jump on a Zoom call with you and be able to spend a little time unpacking all the different ways in which an individual company or, or a retailer could take advantage of promoting this program. So I certainly encourage that. Well, as always, that's it for episode 127. I appreciate you listening. If your company's not yet licensed and utilizing this Grab a Boost a Blue resource, please do so. The data is clear that this is working. And the more of the industry that is pushing this effective message, the better off we'll all be. We'll put a link to that licensee opportunity in the show notes and the resources that Kurt and Grant were describing in the show notes as well. So please check that out. But thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more innovation, collaboration, family, and hard work right here on The Business of Blueberries.